Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Love, Life, and Legacy. This is Andrew Love, and today you're going to hear a podcast with two amazing people, two people who have helped High Noon as an organization, but also the High Noon Providence, and also the future of humanity itself. Uh, it's Robert and Karina, and they just recently got blessed, and they're an adorable couple. But Sammy and I have talked a lot about this, and we just have so much belief that this couple is going to be okay, regardless of what life throws at them. And we hope it throws only good things. But regardless of their situation, we believe that they really are an amazing couple that are, have such a good foundation for love to exist within their marriage for years and years and years and years to come. Um, so I want to introduce you to Robert and Karina. They're being interviewed by Sammy and Korea, and they were there for the blessing ceremony. And uh, have a great time. Enjoy. See you soon. Good evening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our next episode of Love, Life, and Legacy podcast. It is such a joy and pleasure for me to introduce to you some of um, some amazing guests that we have to interview we've got the lovely uh, Korea. i don't actually know your, ma your maiden name what's your last name uh, mendez mendez now cunningham Mene. cunningham yeah, Rob <laughs> now karina now cunningham and robert cunningham mm. uh just such an amazing couple they were just recently this past weekend were married blessed together they've been uh communicating for how long have you been? Like Almost two years. Two years. They've been in a process together for a very long time uh, and getting to know each other. And part of why I'm so excited to be with you guys is that uh, like we've we've worked together with you as a high noon organization. You've been so involved with supporting us um, as accountability partners and facilitators to others and just you know having like a really intimate relationship together. And Robert, uh, like originally going through his own process of recovery mm. and just having that close bond and then seeing these two people give back to so many people mm -hmm. and seeing you, uh, I'll talk as if I'm talking to you guys, right? See, <laughs> seeing, seeing you two give back to so many people and grow so much. And then you're finally here. And so it's just, you guys have gone through an amazing, amazing journey mm. and um, can be such, it's like a really a, a, an ideal roadmap that for if people could emulate that, then they could trust that they would get, you know, really good end result. Mm. And so I want to interview you guys kind of about, you know, what that was like and um, kind of what's, what are you looking forward to now in the future? And so, you know, for you guys, you're really an example of like, Andrew talks about this a lot, right? Like I mentioned to you guys earlier about the, when you're showing up for a test and the, dif the difference in the feeling that when you're prepared and you know, mm. you studied and you're, you have that confidence that you'll do well, Versus you show up and you look at the first few questions and you have no idea uh, what it's even asking. And then right. that you start to sweat a little bit. And so, you know, relationships and marriages in a lot of ways is like that. It's like when you're walking down the aisle, you know, that feeling of just, uh, um, of course, excitement, uh, but also just like confidence that, you know, you did the prep work mm. to grow as an individual, to work on your relationship prior to that moment. Mm -hmm. And versus a lot of people, they just, their only strategy is hope. Right, that mm. they just hope that you know they'll figure something out or things will get thing they'll 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 uh, get along with each other. Yeah, and so like, that'll be my first question. And and so yeah, you guys are really people who exemplified that. That um, I, I imagine. So you know, you just very freshly went through this 
strong code, like a symbolic commitment experience of getting receiving a blessing. And what was that like for you guys? Well, first, I just want to say thank you for having us and thank you for the high praise. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel, um, yeah, well, for your question, um, how was the experience for us? It was really amazing. Yeah. Um, we've been counting down the days for a long time yeah. <laughs> to this moment. 600 plus days. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because, yeah, we were we were pretty sure we wanted to be blessed for for a while actually yeah um and it, it took some time to you know until the the blessing actually came mm. um but yeah, it's, it's one thing we were we were discussing is just how like for us it felt not so much like we're starting anything new per se but just like really just a continuation of the relationship we already have you know mm-hmm. and just taking it like one step further because i felt that was something we've always done in our relationship is slowly kind of uh, progressed and kind of became more comfortable with each other mm. and uh, opened our hearts to each other more and more and became more vulnerable even though we were long distance for a long time um for 10 months actually at one point we felt very like it was really amazing that we could continue to like have progressed in that time mm. and not just had a relationship be put on standby you know mm. um but so by the time we met again actually just a few like a couple of weeks ago it felt like all that time we had been, mm. you know, getting closer and closer. So mm. that was a really cool experience. Mm. Um, mm. So, like, uh, anything to add, Karina? Um, yeah, just like I felt the time, the, the moment finally come. It wasn't like nervous of, oh, I'm getting, uh, my all my friends were asking me. Oh my gosh! I will be so nervous if I gonna if I gonna get married at such a young age for them. Uh, like oh, like marriage such a big thing. Are you sure of all this? Like oh yeah, because when we start our relationship or communication, we we first the we first took intentional time to be sure that we were for each other or like we the the deep questions uh about how we want to live our lives fit with each other so mm. it, w- it was him already it was just like any time afterwards the decision of you are the one it was just a preparation or more connection but the biggest questions were answered right at the beginning of our relationship because we want to, before getting deeper in our heart, in our relationship, like uh, emotionally yeah. together, yeah. we wanted to be sure that we could fit in our dreams, in our lifestyle, in our uh, commitment to what is what we value. So, no, we, uh, yeah, it was like, I wasn't nervous. It was just like, the moment to receive uh, God's permission mm. to go forward. So, you. So what I'm hearing is like you were very, uh, like, intentional with your this two years that you've had together. It was mm. more than I'm sure there are a lot of moments where you're like, oh, lovey dovey, and you know you just enjoy being with each other. But oh, yeah, definitely. You, you didn't. That wasn't the whole the point mm. at all. You're very focused on getting to know one another and mm. have the really important conversations about what your life together would look like. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, and something I might add, and this might be getting into an area that you'd want to, you were wanting to talk about, is kind of like even before we started our magic process, mm. it's like the preparation we did. Because mm-hmm. actually, I would almost say like if you've taken that time to prepare, it became very clear actually uh, if we were a good fit. Because, mm. but I feel like if you, we hadn't taken the time to do like the different things we did to kind of get to know ourselves better, mm. then I think it would have been harder to figure out like, oh, like. Mm you know, are we a good fit? You know, like, mm. do we share these same values? Especially if you don't know your values, then mm. how can you even make that comparison? Well, so, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It, it, you did all the, it was very simple when it came to it because you did all the heavy lifting much prior. Yeah, I guess, I guess you can say that. Yeah. You need to know who you are, what you want, and what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing a kind of like external way, maybe, Mm. Oh, I want someone tall. Big, tall. <laughs> yeah, but more like which kind of lifestyle do I want to live? I'm open to live. And which kind of person do I need to be able to fit in that, uh, do that? So you need to be sure that before there is like a emotional connection that you actually like fit in those in those in those things. But as Robert say you need a prior preparation knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that, like, we kind of, like, avoid to have uh, other uh, relationships of, like, trying to focus on our growing or knowing ourselves before, uh, yeah, getting getting in communication with someone before being ready to marriage because that's the thing when you're starting a communication you just yeah in the moment you're starting a communication with someone you need to feel ready to marriage Mm -hmm. that's the moment of like Mm -hmm. feeling ready to marriage Mm -hmm. not like in the uh, in the moment itself Mm -hmm. it's when you started to communicate with someone that moment you need to feel ready like yourself as an individual and then Mm -hmm. in the process of communicating you're starting to get ready as a couple Mm-hmm. I would just add to that, though. Although it's it's true that you should be ready at that point for marriage, I think even still, it's like being in that uh, stage of your life now, where you're now kind of putting two lives together, is still very like uh, kind of just like eye opening and like whoa, yeah, you know. It's true. like as much as you know, you should be pre- prepared for the moment. But there's mm-hmm. still a lot that's kind of like unexpected or just kind of like. Wow. <laughs> like, Depend on the person. Yeah. Depend on the person. Robert is slower than me. So <laughs> at some point in our yeah, relationship, true. I was like, okay, what do you want? And I was like, like he was like, this is a dream. I, it's just like, I don't It's just super amazing. And I feel like every day is a dream. So I was like, okay, if you're still feeling that this is a dream, I need you to wake up and start to do more intentional. Well, it was, but it was stronger than that. Yeah. She was just like, Robert, you need to wake up. I was like, whoa, okay. This is not a dream. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, stop dreaming. This is real. I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. I got a sense of like, no nonsense of like, Robert, I like you, but I am not interested in a boy. I need yeah, a man. Exactly. <laughs> I need yeah. you to be a man. Yeah, I like, need you to be here. You know, not like... This dreaming. is not a dream. Oh, wow, great. Good on you, Karina. Yeah, that, was a, that was a good moment. Like, yeah. I think that was one of a, a big turning point. And that, yeah, that kind of came out like this. become more or less serious afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, yeah, no matter what, even though, like, I spent my life kind of 
well, not my life, but you know, I spent many years kind of preparing for this moment. It's like still, it's like when it happens, it's like, wow, it's hard to like really understand that this is really happening. And mm-hmm. so actually a wake up call like that, at least for me and maybe some other people too, is such a necessary thing mm-hmm. to kind of be like, wow, you're right. Like this is actually happening. Like, mm-hmm. are, you, are you, are you, are you being like fully present in mm-hmm. this, you know? Are you like mm. are you really considering the fact that this isn't just mm-hmm. you know a trial or something <laughs> like you're really doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think something a lot of people would be wondering is it's like okay, so doing a lot of prep work before you're even in a relationship helps a lot beyond what you did together. Mm. So okay, like what what did each of you do in that stage of your life before meeting each other? Mm. What was what what were those things that help prepare you for that time when you began a relationship mm. well yeah sure yeah. um in my case for example uh i always have a problem um maybe with crushes <laughs> <laughs> so it was very uh, scary so but i knew that i there was someone waiting for me mm. no so uh for example, I, I knew that I needed to do something, some kind of condition or something to remind me like daily, no, not daily, but con- um, monthly in this case, that there was someone waiting for me. So in my case, uh, at the age of 15, I started to write one letter per month to my future husband. Wow. Um, kind of like a diary, but uh, as well remind me myself that there was actually someone waiting for me. And of course, like not all those seven years, because from the study started, it was like seven years until now. Not all those seven years were like, I, I was really perfect and I did everything perfect. No. But at the same time, even like when I, could, I did a mistake, I would like write it down. Mm and remember myself like oh this is something that this mistake i did or this is something that, that that happened i need to um have it like processes processed or like kind of digested and mm-hmm. and even like overcome it before he comes so it was like before he comes i want to have this ready mm-hmm. i want to have this kind of like organize basically mm-hmm. so yeah it was like a, for me a very good condition to remind myself that there was someone mm-hmm. waiting for me mm-hmm. and and that it will accept my flaws and it will accept uh the bad things i did the good things that i that, that i did and and yeah as well like as i say i try as much as possible to clean my past, mm. to not bring any baggage to our relationship. So I I will do very strong conditions uh, to my like reading conditions or prayer conditions or any any other kind of condition to get really feel like really ready to receive that person mm. and and yeah I. And as, at the same time, afterwards, as a couple, but individually, like, I did that. Mm-hmm. So even from such a young age, like 15, you were 
And I loved what you said. You emphasized the point where, like, you, you know, life still happened to you, mm. right? And then, like, you had, like, ups and downs. But you were still really clear on your vision for your life and your mm. end goal. Mm. And so even maybe you're, like, how, like, fast you felt you're going forward on that path, you're always really clear of that path. Mm. And then that was, like, like your compass, that that's always where you come back to in the end. Yeah, 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 it really helped me. It really helped me because it was funny because anytime uh, I will do something wrong, I will like how like the end. I would write the letters uh, at the end of the month. So anytime the month will end, it was like, what are you gonna write to your future husband? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna write to him? Mm-hmm. And like, so it was like back of my mind, like, are you sure about this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes like a, a couple months, I just like forget about it. Like mm-hmm. this is my life. Um, but then, like of course, like there's such a big um, pre- no pressure, but yeah, magnetism mm-hmm. that it it, it 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 shows you what is the path, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. is that person that person is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I I felt like it was a strong condition mm. when 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 I gave uh, Robert a letter it was yeah. like wow yeah I was wondering so yeah like uh, how many letters did you end up having and what's what did you do with them I, mean, I, I should have pulled it out it was a thick book <laughs> so yeah maybe I can talk about like just shortly like receiving this uh-huh, you know uh-huh. offering that she made was like beyond words you know actually how to describe how I felt about it you know mm. and just how amazing it was mm-hmm. um because I definitely no way was I ever expecting this you know <laughs> she you never know t- about this she right? never yeah. told me about yeah. it ever and then she just pulled that yeah. after after we were blessed you know that day she comes with this bag and it's heavy and I'm like what is this you know I say this isn't a sweater but <laughs> and I pull it out and yeah and then I as I look through it I start to realize what it is and she explains it to me and um so yeah, even in this, even now, there's there hasn't even been the chance to look through them all. There's so many because yeah, we're talking seven years, one each month. Yeah, um, and you know they're not just like a short paragraph. They're like well invested letters, you know, a page or more. And they're um, all in Spanish originally, right? Until I start to talk with him. Oh yeah. See, that's another thing that makes yeah. it tricky to start. Reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, honestly, I you know Karina is the type of person that when you meet her, you can really tell the her seriousness and sincerity towards bettering herself and uh, I, I felt that right away when I, I met her is like wow this is somebody who really like took their growth and took their faith very seriously mm-hmm. you know um, their decisions you know they really already like made sure that they were going to make those decisions you know and not just like life let life make those decisions for them or just like mm-hmm. their parents make those decisions but really own uh yeah, her, her life, her values, her faith. Mm. You know, you could feel it so strongly from the beginning, but, like, this was, like, such a, like, I don't know, really proved to me, like, completely, like, wow, she really did her work, you know, mm. beforehand. And so I, I'm i honestly so moved and so humbled, mm. you know, by this, by her yeah, efforts. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, even, I still, I still can't believe it, actually, in one sense, you know? Mm. Yeah. 
Give it a good job too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's go so, to you, Robert. Then you know what? What did your? So I have to talk after that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you have to talk after that. Oh, you know, what, 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 what did your your developmental years mm. look like, and to bring you to this point? Well, I think I think the place that I would start <clears throat> um, was one area, like I guess, like the one shadow in my life that I felt would uh what scared me the most about like being blessed actually mm -hmm. was the fact that one day uh someone might find out about my pornography habit mm -hmm. that's um something that i uh took part in for for many years since i was maybe like oh i don't know 13 mm -hmm. um on a pretty regular consistent basis and always it was kind of like something that like okay when I get blessed before then, I'll have it wrapped up somehow. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have it, like I'll be mm -hmm. done with it. Mm -hmm. And actually my spouse won't even need to know. Like it's, it's something that like, you know, it doesn't need to be my part of my life, mm -hmm. but I was just, I was kidding myself, you know? And I was always kind of like going forward with that false hope. Um, and I guess, again, talking about it, kind of like a reality check. Um, it wasn't really until Kind of, I, I, so I did a program called Generation Peace Academy. It's a gap year program uh, within our movement. Um, and uh, it's all about character development and uh, really owning and growing your faith. Uh, usually it's a one-year program, but I wanted to stay. Uh, well, I just loved it. I, and I really wanted to help other people have similar experience. And I just wanted to keep growing myself in such a great environment. So I actually ended up staying for uh, three years total. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, um, even it was actually kind of in that time when I started to, you know, realize that I needed to start working on this much more intentionally, you know, and I couldn't, I could, I had to stop hoping that it would just go away someday. You're talking about pornography. Pornography. Yeah. Yeah. Cause my experience there was like, I'd be on GPAs, you know, for the, for kind of like you call a semester, right. From like September to like December, Christmas break. And I'd slip, you know, I'd slip with pornography and it was always such like a, like, what the heck? I thought that was gone. Okay, and then go into the next semester, kind of be free of it. And then, again, any break comes up, it would come up again. Uh, it's pretty discouraging. Um, but I think what really helped me to take things seriously was, like, actually within my third year on this program, I was told by my parents that there was a family uh, who was interested in maybe starting a process with me at this time. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, feeling such a, like, kind of actually fear because I realized it's like, wow, I hadn't taken this out of my life yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And I and I couldn't imagine bringing this into my, you know, my blessing, you know, in the future. Like, I just, it would kill me, you know, to do that sort of thing. So that kind of helped me to, like, really start to try to take uh, more effort to take things seriously in that regard. Um, but even then, I, I was still trying to work in it alone. I really didn't know how to deal with this. Because uh, so far, I've been, you know, trying different things, you know, like, um, but I was always, you know, kind of hitting the wall. So, but let's, yeah. uh, let's, before we continue in your story, um, maybe share a little bit of why was this an important area for you to, to work on? Cause I, mm. I think, I, I, I think a lot of people could relate with that desire of, or even that feeling, Oh, I hope that by the time in a relationship will kind of naturally go away. Yeah. They have that hope. Um, and then a lot of people would feel like, oh, this is, you know, something I don't want to bring into a marriage. Yeah. But I think that there's also certain, like some people that, um, don't necessarily can recognize mm. any repercussions or, so did you, you know, why, if you felt any, 
effects from it or basically why was this mm. like specifically an area that you wanted to get a handle on? Well, I, I guess like one thing that like I, I really struggled with a lot growing up was like feeling that people didn't really know me, mm. you know, I had kind of like a part of me that was hiding mm. and it really made it hard to like receive people's, you know, compliments or, you know, and it definitely affected the way I looked at myself. Mm. Like um, even if people said like, wow, you know, you're, you're a good guy, you know, you're really smart, mm. you're all these things. But actually, a part of me really hated myself mm. for, you know, doing this sort of thing. You know, and I always, and I always thought, it's like, wow, if only people knew, you know, they wouldn't be saying this stuff to me. Mm. So it really, really, you know, was a tackle my, con- uh, my, my confidence and uh, just my self-image. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I th- I th- it was just really unhealthy, you know, to really kind of hate myself in that way. Mm. So actually, you know, you bring a good point in one sense because, like, although I really didn't want to bring to my blessing i guess i just didn't want to be that person mm-hmm. going to my blessing who didn't you know like themselves you know mm-hmm. and who felt they had something that they were hiding you know who couldn't really just be authentic and like you know real because i i thought that was would be so important you know in mm-hmm. uh, my future relationship is like to have you know all the cards on the table you know and really be able to be known for who i am and to be accepted and to be loved in that way you know mm-hmm. um so actually yeah, at one point, my motivation became much more kind of like on the individual level of just like, I just want this out of my own life, mm-hmm. you know, because I I guess actually I, I, I focused down to more like the individual because I realized like there's kind of still a lot of like pressure in one sense when you think about like, oh, I need to get this out of my life for my my, my future. Oh, being a being a husband, being a father, it's kind of it's can be heavy to think in that way. Mm-hmm. But I just thought like even just in my life right now as a single individual, I don't want this in my life. Mm. Like I'm, I'm really tired of the way it makes me feel. I always feel like mm. crap. I always, you know, hate the fact that I'm like hiding something, you know? And like, mm. it's like this, this secret that it's just kind of eating me away from the inside. I want to get away from it, but I can't. And then not having the strength to get away from it makes me feel even like weaker, you know, cause I don't have the, the willpower as I thought that it was all about, right? I just needed the willpower to do it, and I obviously didn't have enough of the willpower to do it. Mm. Yeah. Is that kind of yeah, answer your question? That is, yeah, that is a gem right there. We'll highlight that section of this <laughs> episode. That's really amazing. Thank mm. you. And so then, okay, then with that, then continuing, so you were approached by this family, which I'm guessing was, was this? Actually, no. Because no. no. so, this is, <laughs> yeah, Karina Mendes had All not right. entered the picture quite oh, okay, yet. Okay, okay. Uh, well, actually, we had met at that point. Right, but that we're, wasn't, that yeah. was, so you had gotten where some family was interested yeah. in. And so that kind of stirred something up for you. I yeah, because I, I realized just how not ready I was yet mm-hmm. because I hadn't taken this out of my life yet. And so, of course, we told this family, you know, I'm not ready. And it really just got me starting to be much more kind of serious about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until the summer of 2017 when I had the chance to go to a uh, well, high noon, uh, how would you call it? I guess a seminar in, uh, in Washington at the Wolfenburger's house, actually. Yeah, and actually, yeah, yeah, at that yeah. time, were you guys high noon or were you pure mind? I don't remember that point. Maybe yeah, pure maybe pure mind. mind. I think I, and, when I started... And, but anyway, Andrew did like the mini... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he did. Yeah. Andrew Love, he did a mini talk with us. And actually, initially, I came there thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to here to learn. And when, what I learn, I'm going to help other people. But it's funny, like just before that time, I had a slip and I realized, I'm like, wow, I really need help still. You know, I have to keep, I have to stop pretending like I've got things under control here because I don't. 
And so um, going to that talk and being invited to actually join this program, you know, which was going to be 90 days, you know, uh, learning content and also uh, joining a small group, accountability group. Mm -hmm. um, it still took a little bit for me to join, but eventually I did starting in, I think, end of August. I joined and right away, right away, I noticed just how impactful it was. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just the fact of coming together with a group of guys uh, every week, once a week, and just sharing honestly, you know, and it's like you really start to kind of look at yourself much more just honestly, and you look at yourself, you know, there's a lot more chance for reflection. And mm -hmm. as you share and you get comfortable sharing, you realize that actually, you know, this isn't something I have to be ashamed about. Yes, I can feel guilty, but I don't have to feel ashamed and then and then kind of hide it away. But actually, I can bring it to the to the table and actually be um, able to look at it and be like, well, why am I doing this? You know, how is this still coming up? And really, it, it was like in that 90-day period, while also listening to really good content from actually, uh, you know, Sammy <laughs> and Andrew, uh, who, who are the ones who actually make the content, like the videos and the writing, um, to really actually start learning more about this issue and learning about, wow, okay, so this actually has triggers Surrounding what, surrounding what we do. And actually, oh, we also have rituals that we get into. So it's not just something that just like comes out of the blue. Actually, we kind of walk ourselves down this path. Mm -hmm. And so actually, if we can kind of trace back, we can realize that, oh, this emotional response, you know, that, or, you know, this is the response I have to this emotion, actually. So why don't I deal with it differently? Like, so it was just a, such an eye-opening time for me. And again, it was such, such an amazing experience to be able to share with people finally, mm -hmm. you know, on a regular basis. And um, I think that in itself is really probably the most healing part of the mm -hmm. whole recovery process. And so actually, I had really great results in my first 90 days. Um, and I had a huge breakthrough of just like, uh, finding out like where I was really kind of getting stuck, and then putting a putting a lid on it, mm -hmm. which was my phone at night. So I, <laughs> since that, you know, since that point, I put my phone away in a different room. And it really like, such a small action but actually it really changed things for me mm -hmm. and then just i continue with high noon kind of since then wow. um but of course my my role has changed as like a facilitator but constantly i i wanted to keep working on sharing like that mm -hmm. you know just being sharing honestly from um you know what really happened in my situation not trying to tell any white lies not trying mm -hmm. to like make anything sound better than it was but just trying to really be honest with what really happened and you know only from that place of honesty be able to make a redetermination mm. and something yeah. to add i i got the opportunity to read uh robert's notebook on that uh, with his reflections about that time and i can really see he wasn't a person who did the program in a passive way oh i'm gonna just watch mm. the video i'm gonna just read the content he was really 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 active and really into it mm. uh, he was like all the suggestions like reflections he will like get it in another level because he was really serious and consistent each day of the program to make it like right mm -hmm. it wasn't something just like oh let's make this done or something like that right. it was really like I I need to, I need this and mm -hmm. and it was really really active with that very mm -hmm. intentional with that mm -hmm. and basically he put it put it as a priority 
And for me, like, uh, receiving that as well is, is such a different when, when you receive, uh, when someone shares to you, with you all the effort that they put prior uh, with this, about this problem, you're gonna like feel hurt. You're gonna feel anything because you know that there were like effort behind mm. that, you know? And it's just, I don't see the problem. I, I didn't, I don't see like I feel like receive any problem. I just feel like I receive all the effort, mm-hmm. all the effort um, that he took to overcome it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, of course, like it wasn't easy even like afterwards but mm. yeah uh i can see the effort and it's just the effort is is such an amazing thing mm. so knowing that someone is serious about it and, and yeah it's amazing yeah really really amazing just uh so you I and mean, one one of the one thing was like the liberation of the experience of mm. you know what you said earlier about never feeling people really knew you or saw you and then kind of experiencing that for the first time and then really taking your life like like taking responsibility and ownership for your life and not looking for something else to change you in any way but using that like as an opportunity to invest in yourself Mm. it sounds like you did really uh like proactively yeah and and that actually didn't realize that high noon had such a huge trend like it was such a catalyst for like this turning point in your life oh yeah you know it, it had such a like the the feeling of being like kind of known was so like like wow you know in my mm-hmm. life that actually so i as i said i started with high noon in august 2017 and i i felt like i had like uh, well actually I, I stopped watching uh porn in november mm-hmm. actually and of course i didn't know for sure that was going to be my last time reviewing porn but you know it was and uh, I continued the process since then, but I was like had such a good experience with it that actually starting in January, I made a uh, my own personal blog <laughs> of, of sharing actually more kind of like what was uh, what I thought and what I valued and like putting it out there in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's something I never would have imagined doing. But and it wasn't I didn't initially think of it, but especially as I look back now, I can see the connection very clearly. It's like wow, it's like mm-hmm. because of that. I felt so much more like lighter and free and, you know, have the courage to do that kind of thing. And through that blog, we started to write together. So yeah, we had we a common were, base. We were like accountable partner on blogging mm-hmm. uh, that year before you like both, you both you like writing. As well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this was in the stage before we had actually st- intentionally started to be in a relationship. Uh-huh. We were actually, like just uh-huh. friends being uh-huh. accountable in our writing oh, yeah, on yeah. the blog. Yeah, but uh-huh. I feel like it helped us to kind of get a little wow, closer, yeah, yeah. get to know each other a little better. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. It's where I stand. That, that's your that's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've read your blog. You have? Oh, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. <laughs> the few I haven't, times that you, the few posts that you've made. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, did it, I did it for a whole year. Um, we did it. At least, at least once, I want to do once a month. Okay. So that was 2018. So 2019, I didn't do any, but <laughs> yeah, that was a great experience. Wow. So yeah. basically, just to wrap up everything, everything you said, what I'm hearing is that I am all this amazing stuff that you have going on in your life. I am the personal reason for how. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's one way we can put you it. You can yeah. think of it that way. <laughs> no, no, it's in jest, right? You did. I just, yeah. I'm inspired to hear how much. Um, 
like, yeah, just you really did the work, like the effort you put in and to growing and really with the mindset of like when you, you didn't know when, but when you began a relationship with someone, you wanted to be someone that could give them something. Mm. Like uh, you said it perfectly, Karina, that you didn't feel like you're getting his problems. You were just getting all of his effort. Exactly. And that wasn't by accident. Like you, Mm. that's exactly what you wanted is that you didn't, you weren't looking for a relationship just to get something. And you didn't want what you give to be like a a, a, bat, like a, a burden to the other person. You wanted mm. to be able to contribute something. And so that's the kind of work that you put in. Mm. That is super awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, can I just make one note? Because mm-hmm. it's something that like, as I've facilitated some groups and been a part of other, other groups, mm-hmm. I realized that, yes, definitely personal initiative and your own effort is important. But so many, like I've made my personal effort in, before you know joining high noon but I, I i didn't have the structure that was needed so one thing that if anyone's listening who's you know thinking about doing the program or you know is in the program i'd really say actually really surrender to the process actually mm-hmm. you know so if it tells you to reflect reflect you know mm-hmm. if it's if you're if you're meant to share share mm-hmm. it's just something that like i've run into a lot and it's just something that i'd, I'd want to kind of add to that uh right. to the to that point yeah that's yeah. yeah that's awesome just and in so many areas, it's like the difference that it makes between doing like the minimum requirement mm. and like going full out. Mm. And that's like really what you brought to your experience going through the program. And I guess like you've facilitated many people by this point, and I'm sure you've mm. seen the the different results that reflect people's attitude mm. how they treat the program. Right, right. And so you know that's kind of um, that was like a perfect combination of. Like my question was about your own individual process, and then uh, you also segued that into how you became involved with High Noon. Mm. Are you personally like out of initially like, oh, you just want to learn how to help other people, right? And, right. and but <laughs> but then actually like, oh yeah, I, I need to work on myself, mm. and then doing the work on yourself. But then also when the time is right, turning around and uh, looking for ways to help other people along the path that you would come. Mm. And so up until this point, facilitating really consistently for many groups. Many groups, a few groups, right? Yeah, it's a few Quite. groups, but yeah, for longer yeah. periods of time. And um, and I'm also curious about Karina, like, because uh, um, you're also like a accountability partner for mm. the female participants, mm. um, and available as a facilitator. Have you actually yeah. facilitated? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, and so you've experienced facilitating as well mm. for female participants. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was like your personal your um, personal interest in? Um, connecting with high noon i remember when we first mm. met it was at uh, the summer camp in yes, california yeah. my wife and i spoke and you came up to us after yeah, and, yeah. and you're very inspired so like what inspired you about high noon and that because let me just brag about karina a little bit mm. so a lot of people they come up to us and they're like uh, oh this is so amazing how can i help and and then people have the desire to help then the desire fades but karina is someone that really like mm. stuck with it and really stayed can, um, in touch mm. and was always like really proactively like um hey you know what can i do what can i do and mm. um mm. so i want to speak to that so you've contributed a lot to our work but mm. you know where did that come from well um so actually uh in my last months months of high school i i was in a relationship outside of our values and that become a very big like I have a breakthrough and uh, after six months of that lifestyle and and yeah, I, I kind of like gone back to the path. 
but those months become a very big, dark, and huge shadow in my life that I felt that I didn't deserve anything. Like, I didn't basically deserve to live. I was, like, living just because God saved me. So God saved me. Uh, I don't deserve to live. I'm basically, like, a... I just need to to do what God yeah servant guy mm-hmm. what God needs in me I'm gonna be there because I don't have the right to live basically mm-hmm. that was kind of like my attitude and it was like a huge shadow in my life and I was like full of guilty and fear that this like I don't even felt like I deserve someone uh, in my life. Uh, so when I just met, when I met Hainun, it was just in the moment that we were starting the process. But as things start to get serious, I start this shadow that it was in my life. I start to be like bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, I don't deserve this. Uh, I, this is, this is a blessing that I don't deserve. He's, he's amazing. I'm, I'm trash and kind of like all this guilty that I, I, I was, working on before but it was like more on guilty guilty i need to do conditions to kind of like cover mm-hmm. all that that i did if, but if you see in perspective it was like just uh six months on like a like 22 years of life mm-hmm. but those six months took over all my life mm-hmm. like kind of like a huge big um way that i was bringing it and then i heard like I I received the Hainan talk about purity, and I swear I it changed my life mm. because just the fact that I know that I the purity wasn't um, an egg that it breaks and it would never come back. I, that that's what I felt like. Okay, uh, that's my purity. Uh, it broke and it will never come back again. And I like just trash. Uh, but then, like, hearing that, oh, that concept of purity actually is wrong, is bad. Purity is, like, a plan that you need to uh, grow, take care of, uh, put some water. And, and, and yeah, like, maybe at some point in your life, like, there might be mistakes and you did something to the plan, but the plan can keep growing afterwards. It doesn't need to be, like break and mm. like your life can you can still grow your purity mm. it's not something that they break and like forget about it right. so it was, i was like so really is that a case <laughs> what why nobody told me that before mm. and i was so i don't know relief but i was so amazed that yeah it's just like i felt like that makes sense. And that's when I felt like I actually did conditions and I deserve to live. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to be happy and I deserve to keep working. Mm-hmm. So maybe I didn't have as much like problem with pornography, but I still like know that all these sexual integrity problems are connected and you feel the same kind of like feeling of either like guilty or shame. shame it's like all those things become a shadow in your life mm-hmm. and i remember even like uh 
the church will tell me like don't share it this don't need to share it's like all for god and i'm like how i can keep going in this relationship without sharing this and i like i was like even feeling more shame for that but but yeah after after that i was like wow and i shared it with robert and mm. i received grace mm. i was like wow this is high noon <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is what it what it what is supposed to be so i told myself uh, even like before knowing high noon i i knew that my call but it was a call more because i feel like i didn't reset to leave and now i feel like it's a call because I'm alive and I'm happy. It's not, but I really, one of my calls of my life was like, I don't want nobody have to go through the same path. Mm-hmm. Either like go to the same path or needed to do mistakes in order to realize their path. There's, I don't know if it's something for everyone that needs to go through that path. But at the same time, I don't want anyone who did mistake to feel like they cannot go back. To feel like they there's just guilty and shallow and their life is gonna be just for for that short thing your life is just like ruined mm. so yeah i think it's and another thing is i learned that it's a process mm. and that was like something i thought it was like mm. okay i did a mistake i received like god's uh, for forgiveness and Either like I talk with a leader or my parents or whatever, and okay, that's end. It was in the past. Will you never have to check it again? But it was there in my mind. Mm-hmm. It was there killing me, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And and but but people were like that's that's in the past. Don't even like forget look at that. It. Forget about mm-hmm. it. How am I gonna forget about it? Is there like mm-hmm. killing me from inside? But knowing like through high noon, like I learned that it is a process. It is a process of. Growing yourself, knowing yourself at the same time, uh, creating habits, who you want to be, knowing your original self, growing like that part of that part of of you, and through that, the shadow is gonna it's gonna almost like become part of you, but in the process of growing, not like something that is called killing you, mm. but it's something that is it's kind of like. Um. Uh, wait, wait, yeah, compost. Compost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's it like trash. The plant. Yeah, 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 it's trash. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. something like horrible. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but if you become like a compost for you uh-huh. to grow like more, like it's, it's such it, it really helps. So that's fantastic. I never thought of that. Yeah. You just come up with yeah. that. <laughs> Huh? Did you just come up with that? It right was now? another word that they told me before. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so good. I think I'm going to uh, Fertilizer, you're probably thinking. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but hey, yeah. compost. It's like the, I mean, the, the analogy that I've used before, it's um, like this, um, in Japan, they've got this art form where like if something, a jar breaks, mm. then they, they glue it back together with like gold and things. So all these cracks are gold filled. Mm. So it's like kind of highlights the, the flaws and... And I really feel that's how like how God views us is that mm. um, we, you know, God does not demand perfection from mm. us, you know, but that we have this opportunity for grace and to kind of come back from like uh, our trash, like you said, mm. or, you know, the the things that we are ashamed of and our mistakes. Um, and then it's like 
one level, but then the next level is actually to use those experiences to as part of our growth and then even to like give back to other people. Mm. And then so it sounds like you know, it's like what you have that heart to like you don't want people to live with this, you know, this guilt that um you had for it's really crazy, right? That mm. your whole twenty three years of life and the six month period had so much control yeah. over you. And, and and it wasn't even it was a shadow that not even was ongoing, but something had happened and finished. Yeah. And it was exactly. still like controlling you so much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually remember um when we met and you're mentioning like oh yeah you're starting to talk to robert and it's just beginning and i remember you uh, had asked you were debating you were thinking like oh i want to kind of share about yeah. this with him and i don't know like how will it go and is it a good idea yeah. right and um it's so amazing to see years later mm. the the other side of that, of, you know, mm. in the very beginning for you two, and just whether you're even not sure if you should even share some something particular. And now you have like, the most like really incredible kind of relationship mm. of, of a knowing of one another. And you're married now. And <laughs> it's really incredible. Yeah. And from there on, we, we share everything. Um, even when we, like, we're a trigger, we set like a emoji system <laughs> to know each other and like we help each other, support each other, yeah. support each other to like we're both um, going through this path of sexual integrity. We want both to experience sexuality together in the right moment. Mm -hmm. So we support each other um, even in the difficult times. So mm -hmm. we try to leave that, that kind of like the high noon values of honestly, grace, uncountability. Integrity. And integrity. <laughs> <laughs> and integrity in our life too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um so that's enough then then thank you for like kind of sharing your backgrounds. So amazing. And and I think the last thing I wanted to cover with you guys is you have a really uh, unusual relationship and just the level of unusual what's like remarkable I, I don't know mm. it's like another word <laughs> just like uh, the level of openness that you have with each other mm. is really um, a non-ordinary mm. right like uh, do you get do you see that I don't know if you like you experience it's it's really um, yeah, I, I don't know really how to say, but just like you're both your commitment to uh, like being known by one another. And so mm. opening yourselves up for that honesty mm. and that kind of exposing yourself and, you know, the weakness, you're letting yourself like uh, vulnerable to, you know, if you wanted to hurt one another, right? Like, but mm. having that trust with each other mm. and, sh you know, sharing. And for many people, they can be different things, but for yourselves, the the things that you do have the shadows that you have in your lives and like the things that you carry guilt around like having the courage and the bravery to share those with each other and not just once but like continuously even this you make it fun even like this emoji thing of, like, mm. to, as a process to be able to share very openly with one another mm. and uh that's really something else and and so like uh i guess my hey, you know my, my question then would be um 
I guess, how were you able to develop that kind of relationship first? You can answer. And then the other one would be like, so what's, what value have you seen in having that kind of relationship? Or maybe like the value one first, like, like, why is it worth it? And then, you know, how did you develop that? You can answer first. I feel like the, the love we feel is like, really, it's like deeper. And it's, um, it's real. Because one thing I would add, though, is like, even if we've had those experiences, it's still get it's actually scary still, you know, each mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, you make a mistake, you do something, and you feel like, oh, my gosh, you know, she won't be able to, like, accept this or, you know, be able to forgive this or understand Mm -hmm. this, you know. And, I mean, and this is also what you can feel towards God, too, is like, oh, gosh, like, God can't forgive me for this Mm -hmm. mistake, even if you've received grace, actually, before. So I feel it's always kind of been, like, a constant kind of, like, ooh, like a little bit of a fear, but then you you do it, and then you realize just Mm -hmm. how amazing the other person's capacity for, like, love and understanding forgiveness is. Um, and that just makes you feel on top of the moon, you know, when <laughs> someone like, actually, I mean, often our experience was like, if we had some kind of like, something, you know, we had to tell like, honestly about, you know, to each other, it's always like afterwards, we felt even more connected mm-hmm. with each other. I, that was, I, that was always our experience, mm-hmm. you know. And it really helped if like, when, when you're in the process, the love grows, of course, the hormones are there. Mm-hmm. So, so many times you feel like a trigger or like you can get too far in your imagination. And imagination can be like even like worse than, than real life. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, hey, look, um, I went too far in my imagination. You don't need too much man- imagination with this handsome face. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's real. But, but, but more in long distance relationship, you like... <laughs> just keep thinking imagining things and sometimes you go far and like you get triggered yeah yeah and it's such an incredible thing like you send the emotion the person is like hey i'm here mm-hmm. and like hey the person who i'm talking now is real not the one who is in my mind mm-hmm. and like all that right. many times we have experience like all that uh trigger like huh? they just blow wow. they just go out because it's like He's real, not the one he's yeah. in my mind. And you know wh- what sh- what you're waiting for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not just looking. You actually realize like, wow, she this momentary satisfaction I might have of this moment is nothing compared to what I want with this person. Mm-hmm. You know who's who's there, who's who's waiting for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's yeah. that's what those moments are. Yeah. Yeah, or will like just be even more intentional and say like, "Hey, I'm going through this." But I want to experience this with you. So I'm going to mm. wait. And just when you do the declaration, your body follows your declaration. So mm-hmm. when you do the declaration and you make it like external from you, it happens. Mm-hmm. Like your body that needs to follow your mind because mm-hmm. you did the declaration. So it's really, it's really helpful, actually. Mm-hmm. That's wow. how the value we felt. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, after what you just described... I mean, like, I wouldn't want anything else. <laughs> That's really amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like the, you know, like a, a real, like, or gourmet hamburger versus McDonald's, you know, like mm. any, any, the real deal versus an imitation. You yeah. know, that's like mm. what you just, what you just described was like the real thing. And mm. that, that, yeah. And so like, I guess for you, just that was the access for that is that openness with one another. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I will just say, like, how we did it, I think it's just a process. 
-hmm. you you don't start from day one oh, yeah, yeah. uh sharing <laughs> those kind of things mm -hmm. but as long as you're getting like you start to share about your past and then like you commit with each other on um growing and helping each other accountability mm -hmm. uh and like hey i want to be accountable for you and vice versa and then like it comes naturally and anytime that it happens you need to feel like strong like i want to be honest with the other person mm -hmm. because we don't mm -hmm. want to bring any shadow and that's what is kind of new isn't it mm -hmm. like be completely ourselves for each other so yeah it comes in that process of naturally sharing mm. yeah wow that's and so especially i love what you emphasize is that so like being really clear on how the value and how worth it is but then Also, I love that you mentioned it's a, Robert, where you said it's a, like a new battle each time. That, yeah. That's such a key thing yeah. is that, and that's what really keeps it alive, I think. It's like mm -hmm. a, a re-experience of it. Mm -hmm. And hearing, hearing you share that was like really, I was like reflective, like it completely mirrored like my own experience with mm -hmm. it. It's exactly the same. Like uh, you are like two years getting to know with each other, but even like my wife and I have been together for 10 years And it's just continuously same. like the same, the same. Uh, and so it's so, so amazing. It never gets easier. <laughs> <laughs> it gets, oh, it get, I guess the, it gets, it gets easier in the um, training of it. I, I don't know. It's just mm. like, yeah. like, it's just like becomes, this is what I do. Right. Mm. And this, but that scariness, it's, I think that's an important thing for people to know that mm. that's part of it. Right. And then that's what makes it such a, you know, like the, that risk that's there, right? And then taking that is what makes it really an extraordinary experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, you guys are just amazing. It's amazing to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Or did you want, Robert, did you want to add anything about kind of like how you're able to, have, yeah, like taking a process, right? And then mm. um, to, I don't know, to add anything, like how you were, you two were able to develop this kind of relationship? I mean, that's, that was a pretty good kind of, like, way to put it. It's like, yeah, that's process. It takes time. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I feel like the connection is kind of already out there, but maybe just to restate it, I really felt like doing, you know, you know, actually years of, like, <laughs> accountability group, like, learning how to share and be like, ah, I don't want to talk about this when the call is coming, but <laughs> you share about it. I really felt like that's what I needed. Because I was always kind of like someone who kept things to myself, you know, especially my mistakes. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed that time to really learn how to do that, you know. So um, even just to articulate my feelings and be able to say it in a way that's like also sensitive to the other person, I think is important, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not just something like, oh, yeah, this is what I did. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand that the other person, they care about you, but also it's like, you know, the impact that it might have on them. Like this, I think there's a lot of like mm -hmm. um, empathy and, you know, um, care that has mm. to be taken mm. in order to do you know in order to share mm. those sort of things so what you're saying is that everybody listening should go sign up for high noon's like, <laughs> program and, and get practice sharing in their groups yeah right? no, seriously do it it's like it's 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 actually just such a good experience like I, even now like i made such great connections with people on a deeper level than like i ever would you know mm -hmm. there's just some kind of like there's something special about like when you really can just be honest and real with people then 
you don't even need to know what they do in their free time or like what's their job it's like you have already connected on like a much deeper level than you know people you've maybe even known your whole life i mean that's my experience with it it's like it was that alone is what's cool (laughs) yeah yeah so i guess just to to kind of wrap things up then um we talked about i mean everything you said was so amazing i'm so totally this is like up until this point in our podcast, maybe the most exciting episode I've been a part of. Whoa, really? <laughs> wow. this, this is so great to hear. And then, so, you know, you shared some amazing things. And so for people listening, um, what would you hope for them to be inspired by or to maybe like to take action on or to, for, you know, something, you know, for, for the people listening, what, any like parting words, what, what would you hope for them to get out of this conversation that we all had? Um, I think like Hainun is about sexual integrity. And for each person, I think each person has something that it hurts more than another thing. Maybe someone is fighting against pornography. Maybe someone is fighting against masturbation. Maybe someone is fighting about like sexual integrity itself, or something is say, fighting about sexual integrity in an emotional level. Like I think there is like in the realm of sexual integrity, there are very different areas that uh, we should know which one is the one that it hurt us the most. Mm-hmm. And use sources like High Noon or other sources to actually like work on it before um, being in a relationship or even afterwards in a relationship. Yeah, I know like what are my flaws and how I can do it. Uh, I feel like sometimes we don't feel related because they don't actually talk about our problem itself. But I feel like we have to connect, oh, this is actually, this is my problem and this can, I think it can help me. Um, so, yeah, seeing Hainun as a sexual integrity thing and by itself isn't it like we can talk about like many different things but they are all related with sexual integrity so yeah knowing what what are your flaws and what you can work on that in a healthy way Mm -hmm. isn't it like in a very healthy way for yourselves Mm -hmm. and find accountability Mm -hmm. Uh, someone a group or a place that really can help you in the process because it's not going to be like one day to the other path. You become a totally different person or like all these problems just like finish. Um, yeah, find the place where you can receive that grace and that help for through this process. Mm. That whatever is your sexual integrity um, flow problem, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So for people to really be reflective on themselves and find where they need to grow and then and then to get support in that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. People. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Thank you. And you know, Robert, what about yourself? Uh, how to just sum it up. It's um mm, yeah, I mean, actually, so Matt, we have like imagine we have like a really broad audience of, you know, people hmm. I, I don't know actually who our audience is, so you know, let us know who you are. If you're <laughs> but but, uh, but uh, you know, just imagine someone, the people listening, and you have an opportunity to depart something, and what you what you would hope for them in their life. You know, what what would that be? Mm. 
Um, well, actually, the one thing that kind of came into mind was just like the simple, just like never get discouraged, you know, mm-hmm. never kind of give up on this. Mm-hmm. It's like I've been there, you know, I've been in this state of mind where like, wow, I don't know if I'll ever get over this issue, whatever your you know issue is. But like the important thing is like understand that, yeah, it, it is a process of life. You know, each each stumble we have can actually be a stepping stone rather than. So, like a mistake that you feel like oh like i i screwed everything up back to zero no like every every mistake you make every slip can actually be a stepping stone forward as long as you learn from it as long as you're willing to like look at it and be like hey like this happened i'm i'm forgiven like god's already forgiven this god's already seen this and like especially when you share with other people then you get the acceptance and forgiveness of other people then actually you can only move forward actually mm. so that would be my biggest thing because like Whatever path you have to take to get to where you want to be, most important thing is just never to give up on that path. Mm. You know, you have to just keep trying, even if it looks, or even if it looks like you're taking steps backwards. Actually, at a point, you can always go forward again. Mm. Thank you. Uh, so, thank you so much for this wonderful conversation that we were able to have, and it was such a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. If, yeah, and and of course we'll being community and you know we'll still be talking a lot together and maybe if other people like this conversation we'll have you on again (laughs) at that point we'll see (laughs) so anyway thank you very much yeah thank you Sammy. yeah thanks for having us on